Hi, and welcome to the Happier You podcast. I'm your host, Bonna Normando. I started this podcast with the goal to inspire people to stop comparing their lives to others and start focusing on making their own journey unique, authentic, and happier. I thought, what if there's a voice out there encouraging people to find happy in our regular everyday lives instead of thinking happiness is something to be purchased, earned, or only for a select few? Each episode is meant to deliver a little bit of sunshine as well as to challenge and inspire you. I'm no expert. I'm just a regular gal who's inviting you on this journey to find the happier you. Hi, happy people, and welcome back. Today's question we're contemplating is, does each of us have a limited amount of happiness? Or are you worried about running out of or using up your happiness? Are you thinking that because someone else is happy, you can't be? Like there's a limited amount of happiness to go around? Well, guess what? The answer is no. I think if we stop and really think about what happiness is, the more you have, the more you can share. And it's contagious. I heard about this study called Dynamic Spread of Happiness in a Large Social Network. It was a longitudinal analysis over 20 years in the Framingham Heart Study. And they figured out that people's happiness can be influenced by others with whom they are connected. This provides further justification for seeing happiness, like health, as a collective phenomena. So people who are surrounded by many happy people and those who are central in the network are more likely to become happy in the future. They're saying you can even affect your neighbor's happiness and up to three degrees of separation, so a friend of a friend's friend. When I heard about the study, I remembered a song from my childhood. When I was young and went to Sunday school, we always brought pennies on our birthday. So for example, if I was seven, I brought seven pennies. And as I would put them into the birthday piggy bank, the rest of the group would sing the magic penny. Don't worry, I won't sing it. That's not my talent. But I'll share the lyrics with you because I think they're very powerful. It goes, love is something if you give it away, give it away, give it away. Love is something if you give it away, you end up having more. It's just like a magic penny. Hold it tight and you won't have any. Lend it, spend it, and you'll have so many, they'll roll all over the floor. I looked it up. That's by Malvina Reynolds, if you want to actually hear the song sung by her. I started this journey deciding to learn how to love and accept who I am right now, flaws and all. So when I listen to the magic penny lyrics, I think it just all goes together. I think when you love and accept yourself, you have more love and acceptance to give others. When you surround yourself with people who are striving for happiness and self-acceptance, it builds and grows and it's easier to stay in that state because it starts to become normal and acceptable to seek your happiness by loving and being your authentic self. I believe happiness begins with loving and accepting who you are right now in this moment. Being happy is definitely easier when you are surrounded by others who value these traits and love and accept you for who you are too. But unfortunately, we're not always surrounded by those people. Negativity is all around us and it's hard to avoid it and we often get sucked in. One of the coolest things I have gained from this journey is the happiness community. I wanted to put myself out there in case anyone else needed encouragement and support to take their own personal happiness journey. I felt very strongly that we need more voices saying it's important to be you, not to fit in and go with the flow, not to live up to others' expectations, but honestly find and share your authentic, beautiful self with the world. Without realizing what I was doing, I was creating a community of supportive, like-minded people around me. 
I change the conversations happening around me to more positive ones. I hope I've convinced you that happiness cannot be used up and hoarded. Just because someone else is happy doesn't take away from yours. Definitely that 20-year study proved that when you are around happy people, you have a better chance of being happy. So happiness can be shared. And in fact, in another episode I did entitled, Who Are You Spending Time With?, I addressed the question of how other people can affect your happiness. Today, I wanted to talk about the fact that there is no need to be jealous of someone else's happiness and acknowledge that happiness can be shared and contagious. Happiness is something to be sought, figured out for each individual personally, and then shared and shared and shared again. That's what we're doing here with the happiness community. We're figuring it out for ourselves and then lovingly accepting and encouraging those around us to do the same. But here's what's really important point that I want to underline with all of this. It is not someone else's responsibility to make you happy. I'm going to say that again. It is not someone else's responsibility to make you happy. That power lies solely inside of you. I know we would all love it if someone swooped in and quote unquote made us happy. It doesn't work like that. And just so you know, some of you don't even know what your happiness looks like yet. You just know you're unhappy. So your happiness starts with you. How are we going to go about increasing your happiness and then in turn sharing that happiness with those around you? All right. Well, as I always say, number one, you have to start where you're at. There is no reason to berate yourself for not being where you think you should be right now. That's simply not true. You are where you are because of the life experiences you've had. All of your experiences make up who you are today. So we start from where we are at and we move forward from here. Sounds basic. But for some of us, accepting things as they are right now without blaming someone else or even ourselves is really hard. It ultimately comes down to acceptance. It is what it is. So let's work with what we've got. For example, I'm always working on loving acceptance of myself. I like to be fit, healthy, and active. My body and I are not in agreement right now. And the fit, healthy, and active part is eluding me. I'm not going to put other things in my life on hold, especially my happiness, while I figure it out. It is what it is, and I'm just going from here and figuring it out along the way. I don't use it as an excuse to hold me back from being grateful for all the other positive things in my life. Number two, let's start by working on the little things inside your control. Like I mentioned in a previous episode, it often feels like happiness is just outside our comfort zone. So we need to start with the things inside our comfort zone for now and work up to the big things that are outside our comfort zone later. So what's an example of this? A gratitude practice. Noticing all the amazing blessings in your life instead of focusing on what you don't have. Or figuring out what play is for you and adding more of it into your life. Little things like that. Little things that take some time to figure out, but the payoff is huge. Number three is build momentum. As we build momentum... You will start to do little tweaks and changes in your life and you'll get to see glimmers of your happiness. You'll start to recognize the little things that bring you joy and you'll learn to add more of those into your life and figure out how to remove and deal with things that don't bring you joy. By focusing on what positive changes you can make instead of feeling like there is nothing you can do, you start to take control and make decisions about your life and your happiness. As this momentum builds, it starts to get addictive and draw you in. Some moments will be big, exciting aha moments, and others will be really hard to admit to yourself or challenging to set and hold boundaries with loved ones. 
But as you build this momentum, you will grow into your happiness and get excited about figuring out new ways to increase your happiness and self-acceptance. It really does get addictive. An example of this is recently one of the happiness community members sent me a note that she had been really frustrated at work. She finally pulled up the courage to confront a coworker about their issue working together. She said it was scary and really hard to do, but when it was done, she felt amazing. And guess what? The coworker thanked her for having the courage to confront her and get the issue figured out. How cool is that? Number four is gain confidence. As I said, when you build momentum, you start to gain confidence and try some of the things that scared you or didn't interest you in the beginning. This could be something like journaling that seems like this big scary thing when you first start out, or even meditation. Those are both things I struggled with for years. It took me keeping at it and realizing the benefits to fully integrate them in my life. Number five is sharing. As you start to feel the benefits of living your authentic happy life, you will want to share that with others. You will change the conversations happening around you. It all starts to become natural and easier. All right, so happiness is contagious. Just because someone else is happy with their life doesn't mean you have to be any less happy with yours. As you find more happy in your life, you'll see that your ability to find it and nurture it will grow. As you learn that skill, you will be able to share it with the people around you. You can help others see the world differently with a new appreciation for all that you have instead of focusing on what you don't have. Your quote for this week is from the Bhagavad Gita, and it says, it is better to live your own destiny imperfectly than to live an imitation of somebody else's life with perfection. All right, happy people. This week, your challenge is to look for people in your life who are genuinely happy or who are at least striving for real happiness. Not online showy happiness like, hey, look at me, my life is awesome because I just got a new fill in the blank. I'm talking about those people whose energy you can feel is real and they are working on living every square inch of their one true authentic life, not living up to someone else's expectations. Notice them and what they're doing differently. Before I let you go, I would be remiss if I didn't mention the 21 Day Happiness Challenge. It is a great way of getting to know yourself, building a resource guide for yourself of little things you can do on a daily basis to help you focus on you and your happiness. I run it at different times throughout the year, and you can sign up for the waitlist for the next one at thehappieryou.net slash 21 day happiness challenge. If you don't want to wait until the next group one starts, then please reach out through the contact form on the website. We have successfully run the challenge for private groups before, and we can help you set that up. All right, happy people. That's it for this week. Have a good one and go get your happy on. Reading about that stubby, that stubby, reading about that stubby. So this, they decided pervert, what, 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 when you find those positive energy, when you find, okay. Remember, will you, will we, uh, will we, okay. Hey, this is just a quick reminder. If you know anyone that they could use more happiness in their life, please share the podcast with them. The whole point of doing this is to create more happiness in the world. And the more people we empower to find their personal happiness, the more happiness we have to spread around. So please take a minute and share the episode.